Ask the Podcast Coach for August 28th, 2021. Let's get ready to podcast. There it is. It's that music that means, hey, it's Saturday morning. It's time for Ask the Podcast Coach, where you get your podcast questions answered live. I'm Dave Jackson from the School of Podcasting. No lower thirds. Oh, going through lower third withdrawal uh, from the School of Podcasting. Com. I'll explain what that means in just a second. And joining me right over there is the one and only Jim Carlson from TheAverageGuy.tv. Jim, how's it going, buddy? Greetings, Dave. Happy Saturday morning to you now on Riverside. Somehow your volume went back up again as soon as we went live. That's me uh, being spastic. Oh, okay. All right, Probably. Well, 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 I don't know. Maybe not. It, it, uh, we're on Riverside today, giving it a, giving it a try. It's like anything. I'm going to have to hold my judgments till, till the, the end. end of the program. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, just kind of kind of see. I was looking at the live page, and it looks like there's me and you, and then there was a, something in the middle that was like a, a screen, you know, like I, yeah. I don't get it. I'm, I'm not getting it. Again, I'm going to reserve my judgment until we're yeah. done. So this is Riverside.fm is kind of a squad. What if Squadcast and StreamYard had a baby? And the interesting thing about so you get separate tracks, it's audio, it's video, separate audio tracks, separate video tracks, and it does streaming. Now, the streaming side of things, uh, definitely not as easy as StreamYard. You have to do all that. If you've never done it on YouTube, you, there's a thing when you go into YouTube and go go live, and there's a streaming link and a streaming key. You have to copy and paste that into Riverside to go to YouTube. You have to do the same thing for Facebook. So none of this just like, hey, go to YouTube, configure it once, and it's there forever. And the other fun thing is I'm using a roadcaster right now, and Riverside likes to remind me apparently about every 15 seconds that if I'm on a roadcaster to please make sure Mix Minus is turned off or whatever so it's uh it's different i can't pull the chat into like i can see the chat so i can see dave's here and sergeant fred and everybody else but in the past like sergeant fred says in the morning jim i could drag his comment over which is kind of a fun way to bring the audience in and i can't do that on riverside so i'll be looking at the chat and i'll have to give everybody credit to you know who's saying what over here but um it's going to be different, but uh, you know the one thing that hasn't changed at all, of course, is the fact that yes, we're going to wash it down with a lovely cup of Joe here, and uh, that morning pour is brought to you by our good friend Mark over at PodcastBranding.co. If you need artwork, if you need a logo, if you need a full website, if you need your podcast branding to be audited. Well, then go over to podcastbranding.co, and you can work with Mark, who not only is an award-winning graphic artist, but he's also a podcaster, which is great because you don't have to explain what a podcast is, and he gets it in the whole nine yards. Also, if you go over to podcastbranding.co, you'll see that Mark has a blog filled with podcasting advice. So if you're looking for more information about podcasting, then go over to podcastbranding.co and be sure to tell Mark that you heard about him on the Ask the Podcast Coach show. Cappuccino It's like, I forgot to slur. I was like, 
I think I'm like, does Jim have grandchildren in the house? Is that what's going on? No, that's not me. Oh, but the the, the video quality is terrible. Yeah, they, there's a thing on um, when when you're in the studio, it's like, hey, what you're looking at is not, you know, you're gonna have 4K mm. when you do this later. Oh. And so, because I, I was looking at this and. I saw where I could, if I wanted to, which I'm not at this point, uh, I could get rid of StreamYard, and I could get rid of Squadcast. Where this would really come in handy is for the podcast review show. Because the podcast review show, I'm playing clips on the Roadcaster, and I'm using StreamYard, but it's Eric K. Johnson and our guest. And there are times when I really wish I had separate tracks of those two guys. But uh, it's, you know, I think it's $20 a month, something like that is the plan I'm on. They have like a $9 plan. So if you only do the occasional interview, uh, that would work. I'm thinking about doing that. But uh, if you want to, if you're in the Riverside chat, there is, uh, I think, a button there where you can uh, click and it'll actually, or if you go to askthepodcastcoach.com slash join, I will get a little thing that says so-and-so is trying to join. Do you want to let them in? Yeah, Daniel says, okay. I see empty box Dave and then backwards Jim. Uh, uh, somebody else in the chat room, are we trying something new today? It's not pretty. <laughs> it's pretty brutal. <laughs> it's, well, okay, oh, just to be fair to Riverside, this is the first time we've done this. Yeah. I'm sure there's some kinks to work out. It's with with my live audience, if I rolled this out and didn't tell them, like, hey, we're trying something new, they would absolutely like. I would just get hate mail from them. They would be so mad at me. What are you doing? Jim is very soft. Oh, very soft. Uh, okay, I can, well, I, I can actually boost you up here. You wanna? There we go. I see you doing that. So that is kind of cool, where you can kind of see your own controls. <laughs> if you're new to the show, this is something we used to do all the time. I know. It's kind of fun. Like, <laughs> it's, it's, I do realize it does not make for stellar audio. <laughs> well, okay. But, but yeah, the, this whole show started about testing some of these kinds of things. Yeah. Like we, would, we, wouldn't, we wouldn't be afraid to go out and try some stuff new or do something different. So it's never really been – and it's kind of gotten that way where it's more – about the listening experience, um, we've probably gotten the way over the last couple of years, but I this kind of does take me back to the more. Yeah, you know. I see what they're saying, and they're they're like, "There's a third box to the yeah. right of you with nobody yeah. in it." So and I am backwards. I'm forward here, but I'm backwards there. I wonder if that's a setting on my. Yeah, if you go maybe, into settings, you can have it mirror the. Uh, can Can I? Okay, so I'll so, go. But you look fine when oh, I see. This, can't change devices while, while you're, you're so if I hover over camera, you can't change devices while you're changing over camera. I don't think we got, did we get the add in for, yeah, I guess we did. We did. Busy. Oh, no, we didn't <laughs> oh, talk we, about, um, we didn't, we didn't get the mug in. Yes. Though. Yeah, we didn't get the, to, uh, based on a true story. Uh, Dan over at based on a true story podcast.com is the mug sponsor. Dan, thanks for doing that here for the month of August. And if you're looking for a podcast that really looks at movies based on a true story, and, you know, they say they are, but are they really? So head over there. You can either do it one of two ways. Look through his catalog. Your favorite movie might be in there. That's based on a true story. Uh, or just subscribe to the podcast and listen to them. They're about an hour each and some great information. Dan does a great job of doing that. Dan, thanks for sponsoring the mug. Go head out to com. Thank you, Dan. 
here's an inner. I saw this on Facebook, and it said, "Hey all, I'm happy to say the home studio is finally complete." Now I realize this is. I, I think that's going to name the episode. Very visual things delivered via audio today. <laughs> But this guy had, like, pink lights and all sorts of stuff. He says, uh, this space serves uh, many functions, a work area, gaming area, and primarily content creation, which, of course, includes the comedy podcast I run. It's a live broadcast show we do every week, and we design the studio to complement the show. Here's some of the features. And there's a lot. Custom-built table to accommodate four people with a built-in TV. Four main cameras, three overhead, and one for green screen use. Roadcaster Pro and Rode Pod mics. Main broadcasting PC and second PC that hosts can use. A 12 by 7 foot green screen area for transparent footage capture. Uh, custom artwork and lighting, including a set of dressing lights. So, and I mean, there's more. And I say this because, number one... Kudos to Jeff, because at the end, he's like, this is a dream come true. And I'm like, I'm glad that his dream has come true. What I want to make sure that we talk about here is that you don't have to do this to start. Like, this is something he's obviously grown into. And it's just one of those where I was like, oh, I hope people don't see this and go, oh, I can't start my podcast yet because I don't have my 12 by 7 green screen. (laughs) It's like, holy cow. If that, though... That brings up a good point. As, as a podcaster, I mean, do you need all that stuff? No. no. Right? You can do it with that. Like, I like what I have in my background, in my studio. I like the way it's set up. I like I like it. I'm not going to change it. I don't, I don't, I don't want a green screen. I'm not going to put one back there. I'm not interested in that. I have a kind of a boring background at work. Not my favorite thing in the world. But if you want to nerd out on the equipment and you want to have all the gadgets and you want yeah. the backlighting and i was i was uh, watching an ad for something and somebody had put colored lighting inside their all of their um you know shelves they have shelving unit had backlighting daniel showed that off a little bit on his studio Mm -hmm. do it like nerd out as much as you want make it so you feel comfortable in that studio i think that's kind of an important part of having that i mean just do it the way you want to do it and then and then move forward feel comfortable because there's nothing worse like we're going to be a little bit off our game today because yes. we're trying something new, right? It's just going to be, it's not going to be as sharp. It's not going to be as good. Uh, maybe. Depends on how you look at it. Um, I mean, I'm trying something new today with a camera. Maybe we'll talk about that here in a, in a little bit. But w- w- get comfortable with it. Make sure you're you're in the right spot. Dave, do you think that third screen, I can't stop thinking about that third screen. Do you think <laughs> Do you think that's your, you shared a screen earlier I just, with me. I saw that in the chat. And, and I have that, go, I went in and and made sure that I'm not sharing anymore. And I was like, huh, because I definitely see the third screen. Yeah, when I when I click on the plus button in the upper right hand corner of it, it takes me to a to it. Well, maybe that it does that for all of them. Uh, you know, so interesting. Well, yeah, because I can make you. Th- this is interesting uh, on Riverside that you can custom as a watcher. You can customize your own screen experience. So, Dave, you could be, it could be you, me, and you sharing your screen. And if I wanted to see you full screen or bigger, I can go in and select the plus button, and it will make you the focus of of all this of all the screens. Take that off, so the listener gets some control over what they see in the browser, which is which is pretty interesting. Like I have you full screen on mine. <laughs> 
not full screen, but I have, you're the big screen now on, on that, on my other computer. So that is kind of cool. And I put a link in the chat room. If you go to askthepodcastcoach.com slash just curious, it is a two question survey that I'm running to my listeners and my uh, email list. And that is what software do you use to create your podcast? Audacity, Audition, Hindenburg, Reaper, GarageBand, or I outsource my editing, or there's probably also other. Uh, and then have you ever pondered? writing a book. Jim, have you ever pondered writing a book? I'm not in a million years. I mean, yes. <laughs> yes, I have actually for a second, but I, 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 I thought about it for a little bit and then I said, no, I'm not ever going to do it. Like I just, I don't want to. Cause I, the reason yeah. I asked that is I've been approached by a sponsor oh. for the school of podcasting. Yeah. And I said, I'm not sure my audience is interested in writing a book. I said, I realized they could cause Many of them are kind of subject matter experts and things like that. And he goes, he goes, I'm not telling you what to do. I'm, he said, but I, it, I think you'll be surprised when you run a survey. And I am surprised that a lot of people want to write a book so far. Yeah, it seems. Well, I think a lot of people think, and this may be true, that a book is like a, is like a PhD or it's like having your master's or your MBA, that writing a book puts you in a different place than if you haven't written a book. So... Does it? I I don't know. Audience, our live audience today. If I if I would 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 I be more credible if I wrote a book than I am today? I don't know. Maybe I shouldn't have asked those kinds of questions if I don't want those kinds of yeah, answers. Uh, Dave in the chat room says, "Is the link in the survey is almost the same color oh. as the text background color?" So yeah, yeah. I, I don't have any control over that. It's really yeah. dark blue on a black background. So that that's yeah. Uh, so if you go to askthepodcastcoach.com uh, slash just curious, that will take you over to that uh, thing. And if you, you're you going to write another book, Dave, uh, I need to f- I need to record my audio book first. Uh, I might I might write because originally when I, if we go back to the original book I wrote, which was pl- uh, more podcast money, when I turned that into my editor. They said, okay, which of these books do you want me to edit? And I go, what do you mean? They're like, you wrote a lot of stuff here, but you have like four different books. You have a book on monetization. You have a book on planning. You have a book on growing. They're like, you have, you're, you're kind of like you've, you've done a brain dump of all things podcasting. I would like pick one of these subjects and put it out as a book. And so I said at that time, everybody's like, how do I make money with my podcast? So that's why that one came first. Uh, and so we'll – you know, I might do a planning your podcast, growing your podcast. If now I think about it, if we just want to work backwards, we'll start with monetization and then we'll go to growing and eventually yeah. we'll get to planning. <laughs> so I did make somebody laugh today. I had a client on, I was doing some consulting and I said, have you had anybody uh, listen to your podcast? And they went to answer and I go, that's not a family member or someone you grew up with. <laughs> and they, they just started laughing because they realized that the answer was uh, no. They had not done that yet, so that was kind of uh, interesting. But anybody in our chat think they got a book in them? Like, is there is there a book? And I've heard folks say this: there's a book inside of all of us, just waiting to come out. And I'm like, well, if that's the case, I'm just going to keep it in. <laughs> I because it's, it's a lot of work, Dave. It it's is a lot, lot of work. work. I have the yeah. title that I want to write a book eventually, and it's going to be called "Marriage Advice from the Divorced Guy." 
Because mm, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, yeah. I, I spent like eight years in marriage therapy, and I picked up a lot of stuff. And there are things that I could, you know, like when to have an argument. Like the best time is like seven thirty. If so, if you if you want to have an argument with your spouse, seven thirty a.m. or seven thirty seven seven thirty p.m. So you're done with okay. dinner, dishes are done. Like uh, and I know I realize we're on a total tangent now, but like the worst <laughs> time to do an argument is when like for me I I work until I'm ready to go to bed. When I'm ready to go to bed, unless there are other things on my mind, I am going to sleep. And um, it was so my ex-wife was famous first. Like I got one eye closed. I'm almost asleep. And she's like, I need to talk to you about something. And I was like, this is not a good time. So stuff like that coming. Yeah. Coming 2030 marriage advice from the divorce guy uh, book, maybe. So, yeah, uh, I just don't know how many books are being re- actually read. Read. You that, know, well, I have a I, I'm I do a lot of stuff on Audible and I am. I, I want to make sure I don't accidentally close Clubhouse. I'm listening to an interesting book, and apparently this guy is a big shot smarty pants in the world of uh, community, and it's called The Business of Belonging by David Spinks, and I'm up to how to make communicate your competitive a- advantage. And his whole idea of the book is the fact that um, in in the business world, one of your advantages might be, Oh, not only do you get our product, but you get our community. And I was, I'm, I'm stuck at the school of podcasting right now. I did make my choice. I'm moving to teachable uh, and there's nothing against Podia. It just, it's kind of like when I was on an Android, um, I had all my fun apps and then I moved to an iPhone and everything just seemed to kind of work together a little better. And so Podia seemed fine, but teachable has just been, and their support's been off the charts and so I am um, in the almost in the process of losing my thought. So I'm, I'm stuck because I have. Is it going to be um, when you come through the the any pod, podcasting course? You have your your planning and things like. But there comes a part where it goes. Do you want to use Audacity? Do you want to use Audition? Or do you want to use Hindenburg or Reaper? Hence why that that particular uh, thing is there. And so let's say I had three. So somebody says, I'm going to use Audacity. Great. Well, now I have two courses that you're going to ignore. And it's how do you do that and not confuse people? And the thing about Audacity, so I made a video. Basically, I'll get back to my main point about this whole being a competitive advantage, is I did a video that said, here's the pros and cons of Audacity. It's free. Um, It's got a huge user base. Everybody knows it. And, oh, by the way, it's free. And also, it's free. And then I said, but, you know, the bad side is it's kind of ugly and you have to step over a bunch of effects you'll never use. So the, one of the biggest advantages of Audacity is the fact that you do have a huge user base. And you can go to YouTube and, uh, like, I found out – in fact, I'm going to make a video on this. I installed the latest version of Audacity and I went to start it and I got an SC4 error. And the great thing about it, it took me about 10 minutes – of going through really old forums, but I finally found somebody that said you need to go into, and it was nerdy. You had to, you you could not navigate to a path because it was a hidden folder, and in there there were three files that you had to delete. And when you did, it was perfectly fine. And I'm going to make a video of that and put it on YouTube because I guarantee you, I'm not the only person looking for an SC4 error 
but that huge base can be the competitive advantage of you know a product so does um does gallup have any kind of forum or community for the coaches and things like that oh yeah oh yeah 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 so facebook's a big you know, we have three big groups on facebook 15,000 is i think the our biggest group and we spend a lot of time you know i i, I kind of like to move away from facebook for that kind of stuff it's facebook's the, not the most professional right. platform in the world um i may move them on to discord i've been doing some thinking about that i i, I kind of if i'm going to make a move the end of the year is probably a good time to do that, and I need to kind of start thinking about it. But yeah, we you know we see the podcast, Dave, as kind of I mean we have a newsletter that we send out monthly, um, and we have the podcasts, and that's we see both and and I guess the community groups on Facebook, we see those as all viable communications channels to get information to our coaches. However. Like I only probably a quarter of our coaches are in the official Facebook group and many of them just don't join it. So you can't like I can't rely on that as a it's a great source to know I'm getting everybody even in the big group in the big 15,000 group people don't check Facebook all the time. People don't check email all the time. Email doesn't get delivered all the time. Yeah. Like sometimes it goes to spam folders or it gets blocked by organizations. Community management, especially in the enterprise space, of making sure you're getting emails or you're getting communication. And in podcasting, the bigger the groups, the harder this is, is really, really difficult. I am working on a project right now where I have 700 of our certified coaches who have somehow unsubscribed globally from us. That means they're getting nothing. (laughs) They're getting no email communication. And so my my goal over the next couple months is to contact them personally on LinkedIn and say, did you mean to unsubscribe? Mm. <laughs> Most of the time they say no, and we, we get them back on the subscription list. But they're so valuable to us in many, many ways. It I, it's, it's valuable for me to spend the time tracking them down and making sure they're on email. So communicating to big audiences this way is just not as easy. They're not all listening to your podcast. They're not all reading the things in the group. They're not all reading the emails that you send them. That's why you have to keep, you have to communicate, communicate, communicate. You can't, you have to over-communicate what you're doing. You can't send one thing one time and expect most people to see it. You got to send it multiple times. Yeah. Okay. So this is, this is a tool that's made for remote interviews. I could see, but I, is a live streaming platform. Mm, I'm sorry, guys. Yeah. Yeah. Agree. Agree. The the other thing I've noticed, we normally have 20 to 30 people watching us live. Uh, We've, the last time I looked up, we were at like eight and we're now down to four. So people are like, yeah, I'm not watching this. This is, this looks bad. So, but uh, the people that are always here every month that we deeply appreciate are people like James over at dogpodcastnetwork.com. If you have a hound, a pooch, a uh, you know a dog you can ride to work, whatever you got, they've got podcasts over there for you, whether they're short, long, et cetera, et cetera. If dogs, 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 and dogs, and more dogs are there at the dogpodcastnetwork.com. If you're a storyteller, he's also looking for stories about dogs. And we always thank our $20 supporters like Shane at tourpreneur.com. So if you operate a tour business or plan on starting one, that podcast is for you, Tourpreneur. And it's green. So, I mean, what more do you want? Uh, Glenn, the geek over at Horse Radio Network, who is now out on the road in his little 
pull along camper thingamabob, uh, having a great time meeting his audience. Find him at horseradionetwork.com. Ed Sullivan at sonniccupcake.com. If you're looking for an audio editor or just to make you sound good, check out Ed over at sonniccupcake.com. Felix at the Latin Podcast Awards, which is dedicated to enhancing the visibility of Latinx podcasts around the world since 2017. I can only imagine what this slide looks like in video. People are like, No, the slides are great. They're crisp. Yeah, they're crisp. <laughs> okay. They're awesome. Yeah. Uh, Max Trescott at AviationNewsTalk.com, who is a national CFI of the year back in 2008. So if you like planes and stuff, go over and check out Max at AviationNewsTalk.com. If you, uh, if for some reason, you're like, you're like, hey, we tried Ed. I, I'm looking for somebody uh, that's maybe LGBTQ+. Well, then check out KJST Media. Uh, it's focused on helping all levels of podcasters to grow their podcast. They offer editing and all sorts of other stuff. KJSTmedia.com. Uh, if you have a true crime, a comedy, or a scary story, you got to go check out the Indie Drop-In Network at IndieDropIn.com. They have a more or less kind of almost like a channel over there and they can drop your show in and you can get feedback on your show and get more listeners indiedropin.com greg over at debtshepherd.com if he where he's teaching financial wellness kim craggy at toastmasters101.net if you're looking to develop your voice reduce your editing time or improve your content toastmasters101.net and if you'd like to be an awesome supporter you can go over to askthepodcastcoach.com slash awesome or if you want to do things like buy Dave's book or do a one-time donation or sponsor Jim's mug, things like that, that's all over at askthepodcastcoach.com slash store. And I'm trying to figure out how oh, – I guess I do that. All right. Because I'm like, how do I turn off the screen sharing? And the answer is you click on share again and it goes away. So uh, that's interesting. Um, one thing I want to throw out because it's happening, I believe, next week – if you go to leadingthebleeding.com slash meeting, so leadingthebleeding.com slash meeting next Thursday, and unfortunately that's the night Jim does his uh, podcast, so he won't be there, but that is a meeting I'm having about uh, cryptocurrency and podcasting because I don't understand it completely. And I see on the top of my screen that Thomas Taylor is in the waiting room, and he will, shall we let him in? We shall. Yeah, let's, uh, let's try it. So here comes Thomas. Oh, you know. You know that, no, I can say that third window is for the guest, but it's not. It's <laughs> not. We have a fourth window. We and, do have uh, a fourth. Thomas, you're muted. I don't know if I have to unmute you. I don't. He have... might need to enable in his browser. Yeah. He might need to enable all that stuff. Camera, you know, it takes, it takes just a second. To, it's always When fun. you're a first-time caller, you got you to gotta enable all these things. Nope, nothing yet. Thomas, okay. unmute, <laughs> enable everything. <laughs> Well, we'll give it another. We'll try. give him another. Well, we'll let him sit here. He'll he'll tweak some stuff, and we'll if see what happens. In. Um, yeah, Coach Dave says this is a low quality stream. Looks the looks best when small. Yep. Um, yep. Flipped is better, so we can read the story behind. Yeah. Um, Emily Emily's old. I mean, it's old podcast. Yeah. I I imagine they're streaming in three sixty or four eighty. One of the two. It's got it. It can't be very good. Um, yeah. But. They're they're uploading and transcribing. Uh, I mean, uh, we we're getting a full quality upload, from what I understand. Right. So yeah, it's uploading, it's recording, it's full quality. They're going to do some things in post. 
So it'll be interesting to see, Dave. I'll have to. I'm going to have to go back and watch this one in post the video in post just to see kind of what it looked like. Uh, but yeah, the, the the live experience is a little rough. Yeah, what I can do is they have this magic something tool, and I can go in and say, "Hey, take take my video, take Jim's video, um, and then the audio." Like I just played the little drum thingy and say, and what it does, it's a little bit like. Uh, what was that from Google? Google Hangouts, where it would automatically switch cameras. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to do that. So I will be letting it do its magic on that. Uh, so it, it will be interesting. So, um, uh, you know, it's weird because you don't know. You, you really have to trust post-production here. And for the fifth time, they've now reminded me that I'm using the roadcaster and make sure the USB, <laughs> that's not the least bit annoying. So this week, you got me really jealous around, you know, you've got that Epoch. Yeah, uh, Elgato. No, Elgato. There it goes. Elgato face cam. And I I was doing a, on Monday morning, I was doing a podcast here at home and for for work. And my video was just terrible. And I couldn't, I think I know why now. I think it's my daughter sucking down all the bandwidth. But, uh, because she's home. But um, she's not home today. My band was great. Unfortunately, not great for Riverside. So I started thinking about cameras, and I was going through some things, and I'm buying my daughter a camera for her journalism degree, and so we've been looking at the Sony A6100. I've been looking at the, the, the various Canon ones, kind of going through the reviews and such. But I thought, you know, I do have that Epoch software on my, on my iPhone. I should plug the iPhone back in and see. Now, it's not like using my – so I'm on an iPhone today. You can't tell because the, the video is not good. Dave, not a great week to try Riverside. I'm just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. I mean, it is a viable – I mean, I've got a, I've got a uh, Manfrotto clamp that goes up, and I've got a clamp that holds the phone, and I've got the – I got it in an orientation that gets it pretty close to me and, and I'm getting, I like the picture I'm getting out of it. So I do think like I'm feeling like the C920, I mean, that came out 10 years ago. Right. Like I'm kind of like, it's, it's time for an upgrade. I, I, I really am itching for an upgrade. I, I read the reviews, you know, Logitech had put one out last year called the mm, face something. No, I can't remember. Shoot. I should have, I should have oh, done that, but um, they, yeah, it's 150. The wow. face cam that you have is a hundred was two hundred, right? Yeah. That's did you pay one hundred ninety nine? Yeah. So I don't know. I'm kind of I'm, I'm I'm itching for a change. The the iPhone is not a long term solution. I can't have that up there all the time. There are some points when I need it during podcasting. So I don't know. I'm 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 in the market for a new camera. Speaking of of new toys, you're talking about new cameras. I did see uh, Mark Johansson who is better known probably as that microphone guy at the different events, uh, let me know. He's like, hey, have you seen the new toy? And the new toy is the Tascam, the Tascam Mixcast 4. It is basically a roadcaster. It looks just like the roadcaster. It is, I think, a half inch bigger uh, on the, the width side than the roadcaster. The biggest difference between this is a i can see what's on the jingle palette i don't have to click on a screen to see that it's an sd card instead of a mini sd card how do they show you the jingle palette um it's like with with here on the roadcaster i have buttons but i have to click on my screen to see that the 
uh, bottom left hand blue button is the coffee. Right? On on the Mixcast Four, they have a screen, and their touch screen is right above their little jingle buttons, and it shows you like right above like what's there. So that was kind of cool. And then it comes with uh, I watched a, a uh, review by Mike Russell from Music Music Radio Creative. It was interesting because it comes with its own software that is a little more the thing I like about Hindenburg is there's not a ton of stuff in it that like you go oh you'll never use that. Um there's a couple things for radio, but for the most part and this kind of reminds me of that, but it has some of the cool features of fading in and fading out. And this is where to the best of my knowledge, I don't think I can grab a corner and fade something out in Audacity. I have to highlight it and go to Effects, Fade Out, which, again, is not hard. But it's 600 bucks, and I was kind of surprised that, which is the exact same price as the Roadcaster, you th- I would have thought they would have come down like maybe 50 bucks, just to go, hey, it's the same thing, but ours is $50 cheaper. Yeah, what's the model? Typically, Tascam does that. They're they're kind of the budget yeah. side of things. But what's the model on that? Uh, it's called Mixcast Four. Uh, if you go to supportthisshow.com slash Mixcast Four, uh, the number four, uh, you'll see it. It is right now available. The different places I looked, it's all pre-order. And I'm going to be reaching out to the company because this could be a really nice intermittent like for the person that wants to go above the zoom pod track p4 mm-hmm. but and then they have this software so it was kind of like huh and i'll be interested to see can you use the software without the without the hardware road has their software that ties in with their little uh usb mic this this little gizmo um which is kind of handy this is i don't know if i've ever showed you this but as you can see the the stand is magnetic so it can, which as a desk stand, this is horrendous because it's going to be miles away from you. But if I was doing like gaming and didn't really need the microphone right up on me, but I could basically just pop it off. It's a USB-C. You plug your mic into the back of it and then you can put this on a stand and now we're we're good to go. And it doesn't sound bad as a microphone, but Rode has software that came with this that basically you could buy four of these for a hundred dollars each so you're going to put out four hundred dollars and then you get software that basically acts like the roadcaster to which i go for the other 200 bucks like just buy a, a roadcaster but uh so it's going to be interesting to see that these hardware companies are kind of getting into the software space uh, mm-hmm. a little bit now it the retail on the on that is uh 7.99 so that's discounted at uh, 7.99 200 off so you know, they're obviously coming. I mean, I kind of thought maybe they were going to come right in at that price point and see. I imagine, um, I think I said this maybe before, maybe just said it to you, that um, they'll probably discount this thing heavily um, at, at see how it sells against the Roadcaster. Dave, it, you, you've got a Roadcaster. You've seen this Tascam. Say you didn't have either one. Hmm. What do you lean? And they're the same price. And what do you lean? Here's towards? why. In my opinion, well, first of all, before it goes off the screen, I want to. Um, uh, this is where I would love to drag this comment on the screen. Daniel J. Lewis from the Audacity to Podcast says the mix crap, the mix cast 
4 has some interesting improvements over the Roadcaster Pro. In his opinion, hardware mark button. Yeah, that's that's a bonus. Larger and better touch interface, uh, an SD card instead of a micro SD, and maybe, though he's not sure, faster USB transfer. Here's what Rode... The last time I upgraded my Rode uh, to whatever the latest version is, uh, I had to go in and turn off all my effects because I was in a Zoom meeting at Libsyn and people were going, what did you do? Like your audio sounds, I was cutting in and out and I had to go in and they've kind of, um, I don't know, they've, they've gone almost too um, advanced where like now I can take my buttons that are supposed to do fun stuff like... And instead, I could trigger that to trigger a light, like via MIDI. And I was like, I realized when it came out, it was a giant red record button. And we all went, eh, we need it to be a little more nerdy. And they went past nerdy and went into like, now granted, you can go into the Roadcaster and turn a lot of that stuff off and keep it super simple. But for me, without seeing the Tascam, I hope they keep it simple like we want it to be there, there's a fun mix of like i want it to be flexible but if you make it able to do everything you've injected a learning curve it's that whole thing of when you have i mean i was just talking about this with the school of podcasting when you do everything you run into a learning curve and i'll be interested to see but that's where again you, just like in podcasting you have to ask who's my target audience you know so it, we thought the roadcaster was originally for the person who just needed a big red button, and then everybody and their brother jumped on it. So I, I right now, if that interface is simple and powerful, I might lean toward that. I mean, I love the Roadcaster, but this thing does everything that I've seen, you know, and everything that it doesn't do, like the MIDI controller, and I can turn my, you know, uh, jingle player into a MIDI controller. I'm like, ah. I'm not sure my audience needs that, nor do I want to talk to people on how to do that. I, I, that's that's a tool I've never even played with, but they must have some sort of power users out there that does that. So um, interesting. So we'll see. We'll, I, and my guess is that's not the last one. If, if Tascam is getting out, like there's still no Behringer one yet. You know, Behringer hasn't really jumped into this space yeah. yet. So there's a lot. There's a lot of them out there. You know, when you think of the the pre, the mix pre versions that came out um, kind of before this, I mean, gosh, just a couple of years ago, you know, the mixer was the way to do it. And now there's all these kind of, then the, then the audio devices came out and now we're seeing these audio device slash mixer with all these components to it. Well, this will be interesting to watch, especially around Christmas time. Like I yeah. wouldn't buy anything at this point until Black Friday. <laughs> So, you know, you've got, we're, we're pretty close. We're at the end of August. So you have September uh, and October, and then you're going to start seeing, you know, Black Friday deals. There may be, it'd be interesting to see if we saw a little competition over these things, you know, over the holidays. And that may be a good time if you're thinking about doing it to, to kind of make the jump. Yeah, I, I just realized something here as we're still playing with Riverside because, well, we yeah. can't. We will be for the next 38 minutes. It is Chrome only. Not it even, is. And you tried to use, what it, was it? Yeah, um, not just not just Chrome, but like Chrome, the the browser. I tried using Edge, which is Chrome-based. It's Chromium. 
at the engine. Nope, wouldn't let me. It was like, no, you got to use Chrome. And I was like, really? Yeah. It's the same thing. <laughs> so I think they're they're you know there's a lot of testing that to, this look this stuff is hard. What what we're doing right now is not easy. And so I sometimes think you know we're in here demanding things, and yeah. you're kind of like, well, you know. And we listen. We are used to the Streamyard experience, like because we've used Streamyard for the last couple of years, whatever that is. You get you you kind of build your experience around the platform. Um, Dave, if this was our only platform, Riverside was our only platform, and this is the way we were going to do oh, it. Oh, you Well, hold on, though. You better believe we'd spend a bunch of time figuring yeah. out how to make it better. Like, okay, how do you tweak this thing? I mean, let's say you yeah. fi- we just fired this thing up this morning. We didn't do any testing. We didn't, I, it's not like we got together, hey, test for Ask the Podcast yeah. Coach. That's right now. Yeah. Well, <laughs> right? I, I did a little um, – yeah. In the week, just to see, like, I, I had a meeting with myself on a laptop, you mm-hmm. know, and if you're wondering, Dave, what inspired you to try Riverside? Because I've used Squadcast for years, and I've really never had a problem with Squadcast. And the uh, I had one little weird thing years ago with Glenn the Geek, and, and I forget why that was, but it was excusable. And again, I always have a backup anyway. And then I interviewed Adam Curry, and Adam's side didn't upload. And I kind of put that off uh, as Adam Adam is a little bit of a tinfoil hat guy. Maybe he's got extra protection. And again, if I wanted it, I could have got the recordings from Squadcast. I wouldn't have lost it, but I had him on my roadcaster. My last two interviews, I had a very weird thing happen to where – and these are podcast consultants – so they know their way around selecting a microphone. So Danielle Desir had an ATR2100, and I saw – because that's the one thing I really like. I can go in here. I did realize I can I can see that Jim and the the Thomas Taylor twins that are in my studio, <laughs> I, I can see where Jim is using an M2 and eyeglasses for a camera. So I can see that. I could turn on his uh, echo cancellation if we wanted I could see that Danielle had her ATR2100. She was configured correctly. Uh, You'll hear Melissa uh, from uh, Wit & Wire on a future episode. She was set up perfectly. And the thing that tricked me with with Melissa is all of a sudden she she hit her earbuds, and I heard them. And I was like, wait a minute. Like, you're talking – she was using a Shure SMV7. And to make a a long story slightly longer uh, (laughs) – What I heard, it turns out, was not what was recorded, and that was the really weird thing. Because I'm I'm emailing the guys at Squadcast, going, "Guys, I think I'm done." And then I actually downloaded because hers recording, like the recording wise, everything worked. It was just like it's weird that uh, once I figured out, once I figured out that we weren't listening to the right microphone, she went in, she went out and came back in, and went out and come back in. And every time I'd be like, tap your earbuds, ting, ting, ting. And I was like, yeah, it's not listening to the, the microphone. So I, I emailed the guys at Squadcast and they're like, hey, guys, I'm sorry, but like, you know, it's not working. I don't know what's going on. And then I downloaded the recordings and it's fine on the recordings. Kind of like with Riverside. Right now, what, what we're seeing looks like crap, but the recordings are going to be okay. So I don't know what the deal is. And I now see you're in the waiting room, Jim, multiple times. Yeah, so I can see that Jim Collison is in the waiting room twice. So, and and on both those, I clicked on admit. 
you you can at Riverside in the chat if we wanted to. We could have, and I think in our chat, say, "Hey, at Riverside, we're having all kinds of problems yeah. here." In theory, that's a, that's an old Blab oh. feature. Remember, remember in Blab, yeah. you oh. used to be able to ping. They their... were like uh, Beetlejuice. You could just say their name three times, and they'd show up. I think they were listening. <laughs> yeah, it could be. Yeah, probably were. Uh, yeah. We're going to bring in Coach Dave. Oh, good. And there he there is. How are you, buddy? All right, I got nothing to say to either one of you guys. I just thought I'd try to break the system with you. And Thank well, you. at least That's we know name. it's not us, and it's 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 you know, yeah, it's, others now, can get in. Yeah, that's good to know. Now you went to just askthepodcastcoach.com dot com slash join, and you did that on Chrome, and that was it, basically, right? That's it. Yeah, so they actually, do- my video looks really clear to me. I'm sure I look like yeah. a pixelated marshmallow to everybody else. <laughs> um, no, you don't. Actually, you don't look too bad on, for, yeah, at least theory, for me, I on the monitor. And I'm tempted to kind of like, I don't want to remove Coach Dave because then I'll kick Jim out first. No, nah, I'll, I'll jump back in. <laughs> it's like so weird. I wonder but if yeah. I can remove myself. Uh, in theory, you should be able to. It's yeah. This this will be our first and last attempt at using it as a streaming tool for for a remote recording where I'm not live streaming. I can see where this might be handy, but as a but streaming, what's the point? Like it would if be, you're not live streaming, what's the point of being of? It would be for the person that wants to have a video podcast. Yeah, and, 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 and they, okay. I don't think they have a plan where it's like just. It's like if you have a plan, you have audio and video because they have a plan. It's like nine dollars a month for. I want to say two hours of recording. So if you're a person that does the occasional interview, that would work, you know. And you get audio and video, and you're not live streaming. But even the the not live streaming thing, like like I'm trying to interview a marshmallow. I'm like I want to be able to see the person's. That's the whole point of videos. I can see your face to then understand, you know, what's going on. So we, I think, Dave, we it's time to go into the post show. Yeah, I'm going to so say. We'll, so I was, I was I'm going to I'm going to jump off. Thanks, All right, guys. Dave. Let's All right, Coach Dave. Let's see ya. Thanks to the the seven people that are still with us, I appreciate that. There's there's more than that because I see fourteen, so okay. I, I'm not sure that number's right. Yeah, it's interesting. They do have an interesting feature where if I wanted to, I could invite my producer, and the producer can basically come to the tab I'm looking at and turn people up and down. So that would be handy for like a John Buchanan of the world. So if you had somebody's like, I don't understand how to do streaming. If you're a producer, you could – if you're a producer, you're going to be the host. But anyway, there is a producer role that is made to never go on screen. Like you're not in it. And I was like, that's kind of an interesting little spiel on it. But uh, Jim, what's coming up on the TheAverageGuy.TV? Yeah, what did I do last week? That seems like such a, a, a long ways away. Kevin Schoonover, one of our networking experts, jumps on to talk a little bit about home networking and – mesh networking and kind of all the things that go wrong with your Wi-Fi at home. So if you got some questions about your home Wi-Fi, we got a whole hour and some change on it. Check it out, TheAverageGuy.tv. And on the School of Podcasting, you will either hear my interview with Melissa from Wit & Wire. She is, uh, among anything, she's, I mean, it's kind of interesting because she is kind of my direct competition, but she worked at Teachable for uh, quite a number of years and is kind of a course creation guru which is why i had her on and she was actually really cool about that by the way we talked about that in post show so you either hear that or you'll hear my often uh threatened episode on podcast hosting which i still haven't quite figured out how to do and remove opinion from that so 
Thanks to uh, everyone today for uh, putting up with us. We're going to hear be here next week, back in StreamYard, <laughs> back to normal. And uh, stick around, Thomas, uh, stick around for some post-show, and we'll drag you back in. 